What is up, sports fans? Thanks for listening to the Sunday sit-down once again. Uh, full disclosure, I need to apologise for last week's episode. I don't know what happened, but while JLo and I were recording the episode, there was all these weird noises throughout. So I'm using a different microphone today, so hopefully things are all good. But yes, we're back. It's June. The AFL buys are here for our fantasy teams. The NBA finals are going, so we're once again sitting down discussing everything happening in the sporting world. Uh, how are you, Jello? Yeah, I'm good, mate. It's uh, it's been a, a long weekend or a long week of just little sleep. Mm. Um, didn't even manage to catch up on any last night. Really, did we? Like, no. We, uh, we went to bed early, but we just woke up early, like our bodies are used to. So. Yeah, it's probably a good thing that we have good body clocks well, that wake us a, up earlier in the morning. The but... first time I've ever I've ever been a morning person in my life. But, yeah. But really, it kind of sucks. Like we we needed ten. I was going to say hours. it's not out of choice. It's no. Just out of stupid. Yeah. Like we we'll, we should have a nap or something later. But I, I'm good other than that. Um, yeah. It's been a fun week, productive week. I uh, I was meant to set my alarm to get up and watch the Dockers game, and I just slept yeah. straight through. Oh, that's exactly right. It's just uh, it's just going that way this week. I reckon, mate. It seems like I didn't miss a lot. A, uh, a nice 60-point loss for the boys. Yeah, actually, I, I haven't even uh, laid eyes on the score there. Well, you, you did say you lost, though. Let's so. not waste any time. Let's dive right in. We'll start talking about those uh, Fremantle Dockers. So we lost, I think, yeah, oh, like I said, by about 60 points. Yeah. And we kicked, like, the last three goals of the game or something. But Collingwood just looked class. We had, I think I read we had over a 1,000 games of experience out. Um, which is ridiculous, but it was necessary because a lot of the dudes that Ross cut that were playing shithouse, like Kirsten... Oh, no, not Kirsten. I think Johnson was a bit hurt, yeah. and so was Hill, but yeah. Ballantyne, Pierce, and Brandon Matera were the ones well, that were dropped. I, I've been reading from other Frio players that Ballas is playing well. He hasn't been. Yeah, okay, that's weird. I'm getting uh, op- opposing... He might be like... I know statistically he doesn't look great, and yeah. he, but like when you actually watch him, I guess you see him around quite yeah, a bit, but yeah, he, just, yeah. he hasn't been getting a lot of footy and kicking goals. So. There are just a few blokes like that in the AFL that you know, like are playing bad, but actually their role is to get 10 touches and, yeah. and like just apply pressure. Yep. Yeah. So um, I think though it was a smart move to be like, we brought in Giro. And uh, who else came in? Appinus, Jermaine, yeah. Jones. Like, we brought in all these young dudes who've played... Well, two of them made their debut. And the yeah. other two, I think, have played a combined five games or something. Yeah. So, you know, it's smart by Ross because right now that's where our uh, our season's trending. Yeah, the is. year's gone pretty much at this point. Like, there's not a lot of saving it. It's a smart move for mine. On the flip side, your uh, West Coast Eagles could not be flying any higher right now, could they? Uh, no, mate. They're looking great. Jack Darling went down, but other mm. than that, I, I mean, Kennedy kicked six, and I guess that's the n- nature of the beast when you go up against West Coast. Um, there's just five forwards probably on any give or five genuine goal-scoring chances on any, any given play. I've know? said for a few years now that I think you guys have the best forward line, and I think it's all, all starting to come together because you've got a couple of other young zippy dudes. Yeah, yeah. Really, really and... When he was healthy, Lukey Ryan really complimented that forward Liam one well. Ryan, yeah, we we've said I that. always mess them up, Luke yeah. and Liam. Because yeah, anyway, yes, Liam, done. you know the one I'm talking we've about. We've said that from the start of the season. I think we've we sort of picked it early, at least after game two, when we were like, actually, that forward line looks really up and about for once. Um, it's because they they have that youth and that excitement down there. That little bit of zip and bounce. But I think you're right. Like I think for the last 
couple of years, maybe five years, we've had the best forward line, but now it's almost undoubtable, I yeah. guess. It's beyond um, you've question. Been, you've been very bullish on the fact that um, Adam Simpson's revolutionised your defence as well. Yeah. And I mean, for points allowed, you're in the top third of the league, which, so it's hard to argue that, you know, they're not doing, not a great defensive team, but it'll be very interesting to see if that defence holds up. Yeah, like, yeah, like I'm saying. Oh, do you mean, um, and just to clarify that, you mean in the top half of that they don't allow lots of points? Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, I, I, think, you're, I think you're like fifth or sixth for yeah. points allowed. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're playing a high-scoring, like a high pace game, it's going to be a high score, and that's obviously what West Coast is doing at the moment. Any team that's up and about and scoring a lot is playing at a higher pace, so that's probably why we're not top two or three, but... It's an exciting time in the league because you know you got the likes of the demons and oh, North finally, Melbourne who finally are just put it on. together. It's lovely to see, I love to see those traditional old teams yeah. up and about because fuck they've been down for. A long I do time. feel for. I had a soft spot for the Roos because my growing up, um, one of my like childhood mates who I hung out with all the time, he was a North fan. Yeah. so I've always kind of liked him. I've yeah. Funnily enough, I. I always, back in the day, my number two team was always flipping between Hawthorne and the Roos. I don't know why. They yeah, didn't mine have was great the teams, Tigers, but... and they never had great teams either, so that's weird. I like the Tigers because they had cool players, but they probably didn't. It was always those yeah. two. And then, obviously, Frio kind of took over. In but, the, yeah, it's in interesting area. to see that those guys are flying, and the likes of... I mean, Geelong had a win on the weekend. It was the Gold Coast, but... Yeah. The Crows and the Giants and people yeah, who thought cr- were going to be right up there. Just yeah, the Crows fall has been pretty, pretty major. I guess they've been missing several key players all year, pretty much. I think the loss of Lever in their defence really hurt them. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, Seedman... Sloan and, um, what's his name, Crouch have missed... Both Crouch boys, actually, yeah. missed quite a bit of time, yeah, so that hurts. Yeah, there's plenty of... And Jacobs is down, so you can yeah. see why they're falling. Govsy's missed a couple now. Yeah, but, that's um, true. We'll see what happens, but I think they might bounce back late. It'll be very interesting to see. I think they've got a match up with Frio next week, so I'll be probably watching that game unless I just Jeez, stop to sleep. That'll be a free flying fantasy affair. Oh, I was just it? about to say that'll be uh, very interesting because I've got lots of Adelaide blokes and lots of Frio blokes in my fantasy team. So depending on uh, that, I hadn't factored that in when picking my potential trades this week, but I might actually get Fife in if he doesn't miss a week. Yeah. What do you think of that uh, incident? I don't think he'll miss a week, but I think... Stranger things have happened. Yeah. There was three... <clears throat> I just recorded my um, AFL like roundup for the week, so you can check that out on YouTube and in podcast form when that's uploaded probably in about three hours' time. But I touched on quickly about the suspensions and how Fifey... Um, we'll probably get off. Robbo will probably get off and Burgoyne will probably get off. All three of them were um, very similar incidents. They yeah. kind of like, how do I word it? They kind of like bumped the person, but as they bumped them, like they used their shoulder or their forearm and kind of like clipped their chin. So mm-hmm. technically it was high contact, but all three dudes in those incidents played out the game and were fine. So it'd be interesting we'll see. to see... If there's consistency there. Yeah, that's a good point. But it'll, it'll set a precedent as well. If I was a betting man, I'd say he gets off, but I reckon he'll get a fine or a warning or whatever they, especially, else they do it. Especially because like he's a he's a bit of a brownie chance as well. Mm. They might start to Huge. factor that in a little bit. Like you wouldn't want that whole, you know, Chris Grant, Robert Harvey situation. I reckon he should have been suspended when he hit Mitchell, like he corked him or whatever happened. Um, yeah. It wasn't the year he won it, I think it was the year Pritter won it. Yeah, it was the 
It was the year... Yeah, that's right. And oh, Prita got one vote in the last round to yeah. make it in, not uh, unanimous. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. So I think because he hasn't had a, a warning or anything like that yet, I don't think so. He might have. But, um, or like a reprimand. But they're not going off the rep, uh, well, past three, history anymore, are they? But if you get three minor discretions, then the that, trend, that turns into a weak suspension. Oh, maybe that's what they'll do then. So I'll have to... Yeah, I, I, I don't think he's had any other incidents this year. Yeah. Um, but if he has, then that might start to become a bit of a factor. But I, I think you'll get a... It's... Whatever that... However they word it, a fine or a reprimand, which will... You know, yeah. the lesser of a weak suspension. It's nice that they've made the the minor reprimands a bit more weighty in the long run because then you can just fall back on that guy. Actually, that is a, a decent-sized whack without yeah. having to suspend a bloke. That's a good move by Yeah, I think so. Good on you, Gillen. Um, so, yes, continuing to talk about Nat Fife and our AFL fantasy teams, I was a hair under 2,200 Ugh. this week, which is okay because, you know, I'd be... A bit greedy if I was just like, oh, I want 22. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm always striving to score as many points as possible, but I can't be mad with 21.98 from the large fries and Coke. No doubt. Very happy that I chose Tom Mitchell over Jack McRae as my skipper. Yeah, good call by a lot of people, actually. Probably made an extra 80 points or so there. Yeah. Um, actually, I was looking through my team earlier. With the exception of uh, the infamous decision to bring in Tommy Rockcliffe, mm. um, close to 20,000 people brought him in. Yeah, no, not surprised. And yeah, he's stank. Anyway, yeah. <clears throat> with the exception Thank of God, I didn't. Yeah, with the exception of his crappy score, the rest of my team was actually pretty good. Ridley I mean, as well. Yeah, but you know he's a rookie. They they got flogged. What do you expect? Twenty seven though from anyone. <laughs> Pierce as well back Not there. Mate. Yeah, Pierce Pierce sat out the second half though. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, I think with now that we've got three trades and the buyers are here. I think I might even toy with doing a triple downgrade this week. Yeah, And really just getting launching. a hell of a lot of cash. Because by the end of the buys, I want to have Yoey, Kerno, Grundy in my team. Yeah. And probably Mickey Walters and Devin Smith. Yeah. I think they're the five guys I'm aiming to get. My midfield's pretty complete, barring... Uh, Tim uh, Callum or Phillips or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, I yeah. think I'll chop one of them out and get Kerno in or something like yeah. that. And Lockie Neal's probably the only other guy who's not super safe, but... Fingers crossed there's no Mer- injuries. Merritt could go. I, I'm think, I've been thinking lately. Like, I'm not locked on, in on Merritt. Yeah, I'm yeah. happy with him, but the same with Neil, though. I'm like, I guess that's what I'm saying. They're yeah. much of a much. I think I'm going to prioritise, because my midfields are now really good. My rucks, I just need to make one swift move. But I want to get my defence and my forwards, um, you know, pretty locked and loaded so I yeah. don't have any rookies left on my field. Mm-hmm. And I think I can do that over the, the buys, because I've, I've put a lot of fair... A lot, let me try that again. A lot of thought and planning into the buys this year. I didn't really do that last year, and it kind of um, screwed my season over a bit. So hopefully I can benefit from three good weeks of scoring and smart trading and then shoot back up the rankings in the second half of the season. Absolutely. Yeah, I, uh, I sort of found... I, I had a plan going to the buy, but my last two weeks of trades, I didn't plan as well because yeah. in my mind I'd said... I'm already safe, so I just traded a little bit wildly and accidentally sort of brought in four guys who have the the next week's buy. Yeah, okay. Um, sorry, not the West Coast, not this round 12 buy, the round 13 buy. Um, so, yeah, I, I was sort of left scrambling a little bit and I couldn't really execute the plan that I had initially coming yeah. into the buys. But, um, 
Yeah, that's still fine. I, I think uh, I should come out on top after these three weeks. Are you going to get Tom Rockleaf this week, do you think? No, no, I, uh, I'm i going to stay away from him. I, there's no need for me to go go to him. Um, yep. And honestly, like adding a bloke like who has a 34, uh, 43 next to his name is um, pretty horrendous. And so. to be honest, I, I can understand that because he's shown the tendencies to have these scores a little bit this year and mm. play that kind of lockdown role, like... This is the third score around the 30-40 mark. For yeah. And he had a 50 against us to start the year. So, yeah, it's not going to be great if uh, Rocky keeps stinking it up. I've got a little bit of confidence that he can rebound, but I, oh, no, I watch think, his space. No, I still totally have a plan to bring him in. It's just not not, in not the immediately. two weeks. Well, he's got a break um, even of 90. So even if he goes with the big yeah. 120, he's not going to go up heaps in price. That's right. And if he does that... Like next week, then I'll grab him um, because I still do want him on my squad. But I, at the moment, I'm I'm focusing on other guys. Um, there's I want five more. I want you know guys yeah. like that. I want Gaffy. I want sure. Yoey up back. So. I think that's that's something that I've fallen a bit um, into a bit of a trap in the past. Is I look at dudes who are very popular picks and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to get him. But there's other guys who I've personally been like, oh, I want... Like Gaff, perfect example. Mm. I was like, I need to get Gaff in my team. Mm. But then I was like, oh, no, I'm going to get McRae and Robbie Gray and all these other guys instead. And Gaffy's just keeps producing. Oh, and you're saying, yeah, McRae and Robbie Gray have underperformed because you just like them a bit better and well, just maybe, have it in the back of your mind. Maybe they haven't yeah. underperformed, but like I've just picked them because their name is talked about so much more and they're more mainstream popular oh, choices. Okay. Yeah. But, I, yeah. Mm. There's a I, few, few I, dudes out there, like, that's not a great example, but yeah. Gaffy is one that I've had my eyes on and haven't brought in yet, so I could even get him next week. Yeah, as soon as the buy's gone. That'd yeah. be nice. He's very attractive. He's like, a, he's like a ten, five to ten point better uh, Pendlebury. Like, he's a hmm. lock for about 110 every week at yeah. least. Like, that's a good call. Um, whereas Pendle's... Some, some of your finest there, mate. I like that call. Thanks, mate. Oh, oh okay. I'm glad you enjoyed that yeah. one. <laughs> Couple points more than a Scotty Pendlebury. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, he, he probably does average. It's it's yeah. in the stat, but yeah, fair enough. He's just he's just so uh, consistent. He's not volatile at all for me. So um, Who that, do you... that's what you want in a in a few of your midfield spots. Like, yeah, it's okay to go volatile. I guess like a stocks back to finance anyway. Before we pivot from AFL fantasy, I need to publicly apologise because I know Bryce Gibbs and Steel Sidebottom listen to the Sunday sit down. Yeah, I. Uh... I think last week when I did record it, I said I was being a bit harsh on them, but both of them had over 130 this week, Gibbsy especially with his mm. 142. Um, mm. In the past, I was like, oh, they're only getting me 107, 98, 111. It's not, you know, I want a bit more. I shouldn't be greedy, and they've repaid the faith by going big this week. So uh, thank you, boys. I won't, uh, I won't well, throw you also, under the bus anymore. Weren't they two of those 10 players you were saying have, haven't got un- scored under 90 this year? No, it was since like round five or something. In the last, in the last well, that's how long six, you've had them. Like yeah, you've I had think, them since I think about I, then. I went back and counted. Yeah, yeah, in the last five or six weeks, I think they've had they've combined to have one score under eighty. Yeah, or something like which that. is like amazing consistency. Like they might not yep. be giving you the one one thirties you're expecting. Lockie but... Neal factors into that group as well. So yeah, there's a lot of blokes like that. Very consistent. Who do you think uh, is worth more money, Tom Rockliffe or Bailey Fritch? Uh, I know for a fact it's Fritchie because uh, I've been watching his uh, his 
can his thingy. Nah, it's rocky, but, oh, okay. but well, it's, it's five. But yeah. they're almost dead level. How yeah. insane is that? Oh mate, honestly, like it's well. Those days have been great, but they uh, have. Hey? We'll see how they hold up. Yeah, Fritch has gone up three hundred and twenty-four. Well, this is grand look, you can even see where I traded. And Rocky's gone down one hundred and eighty-six. I chopped incredible. him out in round six or five. Who Fridge when he was yeah. dropped? Four or five I had I chopped him out and then he came back and just went. That bang. is unbelievable. Yeah, no, that is poxy. Yeah. But that's okay because he'll well, I mean, there's no signs of him slowing down. So I might keep him, but if I want to I can turn him into Walters or Smith pretty easily. Yeah, it's a laugh. That's oh, I mean, oh no, that's great. Like he's yeah. earned you so much money. That sucks. Yeah. Pretty stoked with that. I was not stoked with the way that uh J.R. Smith ended the Cleveland Cavaliers' final possession in regulation of game one of the finals. Yeah, look, let, can we just not even talk about that? Because, boy, have I heard about that so much this week. Just Yeah, it has been beaten a bit like a dead horse. Like, I don't think it's something we need to touch on because no one missed it. No yeah. one listening to this missed it. I just, it's just, leave it. It, it was a weird thing. Move With the on. exception of that, though, <laughs> let's talk about game one of the finals. Do you reckon the Cavs are in this series now? No, absolutely. I said it. I honestly said I. Well, I think I picked it. Cavs in seven. We I, did. I just have a funny feeling, and I think they, they are. They, they Like you said, you've said it all year. Oh, they just need one or two players to play well, because that's all you need next LeBron. You don't even need a team effort. Mm. Obviously, you need to play a lick of team defense. It's pretty fun. But, like, oh, it doesn't, it's not going to take much. And it's like, and Kevin Love did just play pretty well, and someone else, or JR actually. Like scored decently uh, in the awesome. first quarter. I think everyone actually just kind of did a little bit of stuff. Like Kyle Corver didn't play great, and neither did Jordan Clarkson. But Kyle Corver didn't take yeah. any shots. But like and Tristan, Nance, Jr. Nance was George actually Hill, great. Yeah. I think all of them had like eight, ten. And look, nine. and that's another way that you can win next to LeBron. Like, there's so many ways to win next to LeBron that I think they're totally in it. Clay Thompson gone. Iggy will miss. I reckon it'll be one of those things where Iggy misses. Four games ran. Well, I think you know, if, like, if they were down 1 0, Iggy could hustle back and play, but yeah. I think they're like, we're 1 0 up. Yeah, we don't need oh, to absolutely. Rush back. I think Clay's going to play as well, by the way. I just re- I was reading something before. I think oh, look, status well, is... well, he came back and played, so it would be weird if they rested him in the yeah. finals. But, you, like, it, that's one of those things that you just need to step a little bit wrong. Like, you don't even need to hit it again. Like, yeah. You, you, and he's going to drive the lane less now. Like, yeah. not that he's huge on driving the lane. No, but it's still a... It's still a, it's still a weapon that he had, but now he doesn't. Maybe his jumper's off a little bit because he's, he's imbalanced all mm. of a sudden. Um, although he's the best shooter in the world, so I would back him in. But yeah, I think they're right in it, mate. What you feeling better now? Or? I am. Part of me is like, was that just the Cavs' biggest... Like, did the Warriors just absorb the Cavs' biggest swing? Well, we were having a chat to two blokes this week who were like, oh, they're gone now. The mm. Cavs are totally gone. But I, I see it differently. I, I hope I'm probably <clears> very wrong. But. Before the series, last week on the Sunday sit, we did record it, so it's technically still oh, yeah, on, uh, on record, but it wasn't published because oh, of the sorry. audio glitches. But you picked the Warriors in seven. And I, I picked, forget that that did That's right. Yeah. I picked. I just thought I'd let everyone know. You picked the Dubs in seven, I picked No, them. I picked Cavs in seven. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I said I had a feeling. Fair enough. That's one of those gut rumbling ones. Though, All right. You know. I picked the Warriors in five. It was really funny. I was listening to, I think it was an advert for CJ McCollum's podcast or something, and he's just like, yeah, you know, LeBron is just going to play amazing, and all you need is one or two guys to step up, and they're still probably going to get swept in five. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how the Warriors come out, because they could just... 
bang, blitz us off the court. Could very well. Very and well even could. if they do, I'm still like, oh, well, you know, I don't think we've lost. It's not a I think we've lost yeah. once at home this postseason or something. Like, we're a really good home crowd. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully you can take one or two at least of your home games and make a, make a series of it. I, um... I don't just pencil that loss down to J.R. Smith's brain fart as well. Oh, no way. No, no. There was four things. I wrote the game one recap. There was four things that needed to go our way in the last minute, and none of them did. That block um, charge call that got reversed. Mm, That was a good reversal, but a weird situation. They weren't allowed to reverse it. Anyway, I think they probably were, weren't they? But it was just like. The second one, Kevin Love fouled Curry with like a lazy foul, which gave him. And had one opportunity to give them the lead. And then George Hill missed the second free throw. Oh, I, I would wipe the Hill one. That's it. I mean, like, he should have, but, you know, that's, you go and stand up there. But the other two are just yeah, big still, time. Like, yeah, still. <sighs> yeah. But, and JR probably, like, you probably would have missed the shot. Probably would have gone to OT. Although it was a bit of a deflating moment. It was. Like, there was no coming out of that to- uh, that break. Brian Wintors, who's like the... You know Brian Wintors is? Yeah. Yeah. He said, like, he was in the Cavs locker room after the game, and they were just devastated. Oh, I mean, obviously. But, but like, yeah, there's... There was, sorry, I'll finish what I was saying. There's no um, coming back out of that break, going into OT and playing well. Like, this. Yeah, once that ended, I think everyone knew... Unless LeBron threw down a giant dunk. To start the game on some uh, that OT, that would have been about the only yeah. way I reckon. Just that was deafening, you know. Yeah, it wasn't great. Although I did, <clears throat> you mentioned it before that Larry Nance looked good. I liked the great. the lineup that the Cavs played. I can't remember who was the fifth. Tristan but LeBron was the point guard, and we had Love, Nance, and Thompson yeah, in. Yeah, no, and it was gr- it was um, Green. Might have been not but Thompson. I think no, we had top, it was Thompson, Nance, and Love were the three bigs. I can't remember oh, who no, the fifth Nance was, and... but the three. Yeah. yeah. Of them with LeBron and like another shooter, I think yeah. it was Jr. or someone. But I actually really like that lineup because we dominated the rebounds. Has to be at the right time. You're right. The the but the you guys were probably always going to do really well on the rebounds. Like, well, that's what I mean. Like, imagine if we ro- play those three more often and we can just kill them on the boards because we. I think we won the rebound count by like ten or twelve or something. A, yeah, it was pretty big. And we, the year that we won the chip over them, the rebounding. Like, the games we won, we were really good on the boards, and the games we lost, we were bad. Yeah, I've always... Similar last series as well. I've said it... I definitely was very vocal in it last year. I've been a huge fan of Tristan Thompson. Yeah. A lot of his, like, career, and I think he should always be on the floor for the Cavs. He's the guy... Not look well, LeBron should as well, but he's the guy I'm playing for 48 minutes, like... Because he is quick enough to switch out on a guard. It could, you're like, he's awesome. He's, he's the perfect player to match up against the Warriors with their height sort of issues and he's stuff. He's pretty limited offensively, but if you've got LeBron on your team, yeah, he doesn't, and it doesn't you just matter. surround him with shooters, it doesn't really matter. Well, that's it. And the, let's be honest, the Cavs miss a lot of three-pointers. And if he's there... LeBron just... generated 17 three-point shots like yeah. from a pass, mm. and we were three of 17 yeah. of those shots. I so thought... we hit one of them... Game's completely different. Oh, totally. Obviously, uh, there's a lot of things like that. Um, there's a Kyle Corver's missed um, tech foul shot and just things like that. There's Curry's the three and a half. Bit, yeah, well, because of JR's <laughs> weird mistake on that as well. Yeah, that wasn't put on a steal. That was but yeah, that's, anyway, poor J- I do feel for JR Smith. Uh, poor bastard. He's copped a lot of crap this week. Yeah, I think he should almost. Get as little crap. Oh, I was going to say as Chris Webber, but no, that's a bit harder. Someone did tell him to call a timeout in that Michigan play. Um, he called it off his own bat. Yeah, but he, he thought he heard someone's calling uh, a timeout. Anyway, 
Um, yeah, it's a poor. I do feel sorry for him. Um, but to, tonight's a new game. What do you think's happening? I, uh, I honestly have no idea. I got to find. I think Jr. might come out. He he's got a point to prove. Like, and I think he might. He'll probably have four or five threes. He'll be switched on. Like, I don't think he'll make a mistake tonight. I think it'll be we'll be six or seven points down at half time. Okay. And we'll look. It'll look very similar to game one, which up until that last minute was an amazing game of basketball. It was a great game of basketball. Um, and it was awesome to see like. The first quarter, I was so excited for this series because it was like Clay got a three and then mm. Durant would score and then Kevin Love would score and then we'd get a steal and LeBron would score then Curry would score. Like so many people I think were you having missed impact. A, I think you missed a couple of then LeBron would scores in there. Yeah. But okay, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. First player to score 50 in the finals and lose, by the way. Yeah, well, that's not surprising. Who scores 50 and has the team lose? Like, honestly, only the Cavs, only only Cavs, the Cavs could do that. Yeah. Uh, so I swear to God. But, yeah, it was exciting to see. Yeah, I think we'll be about six or seven points okay. up, something like that. And then it wouldn't surprise me if the Warriors just burn us in the third quarter. Cause yeah. Historically, throughout these playoffs, and actually throughout most of the season, we've been pretty bad in the third, and the Warriors have been awesome. Mm. Um, and last, uh, not last... Yeah, last game, sorry. I was going to say last night, but that's not correct. Uh, it was one of the rare times where, A, they weren't really good, yeah. and B, weren't, we weren't really bad. So yeah. That's the, the premiership quarter. I've called that for a reason, but yeah. it'll be very interesting to see how we do in that third. If we hold our own, could be in a position to steal one, but I think we're due for another 10 to 12 point loss. Okay. Um, and we'll probably, you know, it'll probably be like 17 points halfway through the last quarter and teams will empty their bench and we'll end up going down just by doubles but it'll be interesting to see if we can you know take a lead into the second half or we can weather the storm when they get hot because it's inevitably going to happen stranger things have happened yeah I think uh, I'll stick to my plan or my prediction um, obviously I'm saying it's going to go to seven games I I think it might go win loss win loss win loss or you know whichever order for the obviously the Cavs will need to grab two in a row now but um, I think the Cavs might grab this one, then lose one at home, and then and we might we'll go two two yeah. with a win loss win loss. I did have a sneaky suspicion that we were going to take one of the first two, but I think that was the one to take. It was, no, was I, there on the, I yeah, I, I see why you would say that. I think um, very easy to say that in hindsight now. I guess I always have thought that like, and traditionally it probably does happen in a player series if if it's closer than expected in the first game, usually the second is a blowout. But I reckon this might be one of those few cases that they actually keep that up again. Yep. Um, and But this time, do hit that extra three three or free throw. I think it'll be like a two-point game. We're, yeah. we're going to be we're gonna have a wicked night with the boys, is what I'm saying. Yeah, we've got a big... Oh, we haven't told everyone about our projector, because we did technically last week. Whew. Oh, no, we did on the... Yeah, did the we? Trades. The we had trades video was yeah, what we were talking was, about yeah, it. Yeah, we probably did talk about it. But, yeah, game uh, game one on that was fantastic. We got the boys coming over tonight, so we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. It should be great. Um, looking at the NBA draft, just quickly before we wrap up, uh, a lot of players who were talking about staying or um, going back to school have made their decisions. I think the deadline's passed. I don't think there was anyone... Super surprising that went back to school. Michael Porter Jr.'s um, brother, Jonte, did. Oh, yeah. Who was expected to be a lottery to late first rounder. Yep. Um, Risky move because he was, he like played himself into that position, didn't he? Pretty much, yeah. Because his brother was out. Yeah, it's, uh, you would almost, I'd be tempted to 
take the money. Yeah. yeah. Mate, well, he's got a lot of faith in himself, I guess. I think good on him. Dante DiVincenzo, the guy who had like 30 points in the um, championship game, he's another example. Oh, he, yeah. he was like, oh, I might go back to school. And everyone's like, Don't he's just testing the waters. Him. But he's declared. Yeah, like, he's going on. in. So yeah. he'll probably be a first rounder. Um, there's another dude shooting up the boards. Kevin, I think it's Herder okay. from Maryland. He's a kind of like Kyle Corver, basically. Just a nice shooter. Um, a little bit more athletic from what I can remember. He's okay. one that kind of jumps out and said he's going, he's going to stay. But I don't think there's a hell of a lot of other dudes who've, like relevant guys who said they're going back to college. A few second rounders and a few late oh, yeah. firsts who could play their way into being a future first round pick. But yeah, it'd be very interesting to see. I'm really excited for this year's draft class. I reckon it's going to be game changing. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I'm hoping Denver can snag something at 14, which it, it's looking like that sort of draft. Like, we actually might just yeah, be able to snag absolutely. something. Yeah, absolutely. Donnie Mitchell, 2.0. Well, let's not talk about that, but... Uh, uh, well, we wouldn't have taken Don Mitchell. Anyway. I know. Like, it's, we drafted for them. But, uh, yeah, it's an interesting draft class for sure. I, I, I love seeing those guys who are like, yeah, I'll declare for the draft. And it's like, mate, you're a, you're a fucking... But you're... De- Projected to go undrafted or yeah. go back to I school that. with like at least on, like go back to school then there's a then there's a chance yeah that you might have one good season snag a four year and a rookie contract and then get shelved off to fucking South Africa's <laughs> pro league or I something. I don't understand you know? sometimes. Hey? I think it's classic. It is very funny, but. Yeah, it'll be uh, very interesting to see. There's a lot of draft rumors swirling around Luka Doncic and whether. People like who's going to take him first oh, or yeah, second or whatever. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I, like, I thought you meant like he might not be coming or something. No, but well, it's just the standard. <clears> he keeps saying that, but he's, he's going to come. But a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I don't think we're going to take him. Like Memphis has got um, Mike Conley, they pick fourth. Apparently, Atlanta's not big on him. Phoenix um, wants DeAndre Ayton over him, and Sacramento already has De'Aaron Fox. So yeah. some people are like, yeah, he's just going to keep sliding. But it's not going to happen. Yeah, I reckon well, go in the top three. There's a certain should point, go number one. Certain point in the draft when, like, you know, if you're picking fourth and the number one prospect, like, arguably, is still yeah. there, you're like, God, we should just take, take the best player and trade him at least, you know? Yeah. Like, if he's, like, because if you've got the number two pick, like, that's a huge bargaining chip in this, like, this draft, like, potential superstar. So, yeah, you might as well draft him at four or five and just go, do you want him for... I don't know, yeah. Paul George or something, guys, or whatever it is. Oh, I have a hunch that LeBron's going to stay and the Cavs are going to use this eight pick with like Rodney Hood or Clarkson's expiring or something to try and get, just get someone to help. Yeah, no, I, I totally... Don't agree. ask me who, but... Do you mean, oh, I so say someone to help, not someone, not, not a rookie. No. Oh, okay. I, um, I was, we were talking, I was talking to someone the other day about, and you have said this before to me, like, you expect LeBron maybe to compete for one or two more years really hard, like, go all in, mm. and then just go, actually, I'm staying in Cleveland. Like, he'll, he'll stay this year yeah. and try and get them there, and then just go, actually, I'm staying, and I'll, I'll usher in the next phase of great Cleveland basketball. Like, I won't leave them with nothing, yeah. you know? And, like, you said that he might want to play, with his, play with his son, so he'll just go into super conservative mode. Like, because let's be honest, he's got to get, like, what? Sets at least seven more years. How old is his son? I think he's like a middle of high school. Thirteen or fourteen. Oh, so not that long. Jesus. But he might just (laughs) he might just level down and like uh, say, oh, I'll I'll teach um, say Michael Porter to be the like 
and I'll make that sure I leave it awesome. in a great state. I don't know if that'll happen, but that would be amazing. Yeah, but I tell you what, I mean, this is the probably the draft pick that you might actually be able to get that guy. Snacks you know? on, yeah. Because let's be honest, like next year you're probably not getting this good a draft pick. No way. So th- this we don't is have the f- we don't have like good picks no. next year. No, that this was- is the first opportunity, or and last maybe in the LeBron era that LeBron can be like, actually I will just make this kid good. You know, like. Do you reckon there's anyone? I'm just trying to think that they could use that pick with, I don't know, a few other pieces to get. Like, who would be the guy that they'd get on their team? Oh, like if they're using the... They could maybe get up to the fourth and... No, 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 no. Like, who, who, who could they trade it for? Oh, uh, oh God, that's hard on the spot. Um, I can't think of anyone really that's... Jumped. Like, Paul uh, George is the biggest name, but he's a free agent, yeah. so that wouldn't really work. Uh, you could maybe get someone... This is not a good example because I think he's a building block, but maybe someone off a team that's kind of in the middle ground, like a Drummond, maybe. Mm. I know that's not the best fit, but no, 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 I don't, you get well, someone on that level. I perhaps. hadn't thought about it, thought about this question before I asked you, so let's let's brainstorm, let's keep working through. Um, you could not probably really get someone of, off Memphis, one I'm of those like two. a fringe all-star. Yeah, one of the two Memphis guys, especially Conley off an injury. Yeah, that Achilles um, is scary. Same with Boogie. I don't really want to... Because there's been some rumours that... Maybe a De- uh, DeAndre... I, I don't know, to be honest. I don't... That's a good question. I would have to have a good deep dive into the lists and stuff. Let's but those two jump to who's, mind. I'm just trying to think of like a fringe all-star. Um, so yeah. who's like the last pick on the all-star? Kemba Walker? Yep, could maybe get him. You could, could probably be. get Dwight after yeah. a huge... How good would Dwight be with LeBron right now? Yeah. That would almost fit. Like, Dwight doesn't need the touches anymore. He's, Kevin, he's changed. Like, Kevin Love and pick number eight for Kemba and Dwight. Who wins that trade? Ooh, uh, that's pretty attractive. Yeah. Uh, I still don't think you need a point guard with LeBron. I agree. Um, I think Kevin Love's um, done a good job of moving into this role. Um, I think I think he's done it better than Chris Bosh managed to. If he wasn't hurt, I reckon he could have shown he could be the perfect number two dude. Yeah. Like, he battled... I think it was... Was it back... Injury that he had, like he wasn't. He's had so game. many. He's had so many weird injuries. I've got yeah. no idea what. Oh he no, his hand. Anymore. He broke his hand. Anyway. Uh, you could have told me he he got Dislocated a bad sunburn, mate, and I would have. I would have. <laughs> he probably would be the guy who gets a bad sunburn. Poor Caleb. Yeah. No, I think. I and you're right. And but he's also the perfect two to eventually just slide into a three. If you like, if you could get someone else. If you could get Michael Porter there. Like, tell me that wouldn't work. Like, if we get Michael Porter, I don't care what happens with LeBron. Yeah, that's a good point. But I think, I, I reckon you're right. I reckon LeBron is staying in Cleveland because there's not that many places that are that attractive at the moment. Houston is really the only one where he could go and be yeah. like, all right, now I'm in a, like, the box seat to win a championship. But there's two other dudes who really need the ball. I don't. Like, I don't think that would work at all. I don't even, like, yeah, anyway. So, um, so yeah. Same in Philly. Grab... Grab the best bloke available who you think is going to be has the best upside, and yep. just say LeBron. Let's turn him into the next you. And Let, at pick let's eight, slowly transition. At pick eight, there's plenty of candidates for that. Like Miles Bridges or Mikael Bridges yeah. could just be an all star, like a ten to. Oh, let's not go crazy. Yeah, it could be a six time all star. No, you're right. And and even deeper, there's some that you're just like Colin Sexton, a wrong position. Zaire Smith is another like a pretty explosive dude. Yeah. Kevin yeah. Knox is around. Like they could be those guys. You've said you're really high on Kevin Knox's ceiling. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And I, like any great CEO who really cares about a team, like yeah. let's see if LeBron actually does care about Cleveland. 
and slowly transition out and yeah. get the next best kid in. And Kevin Love can still be the number... Well, he'll be the number three at a certain point, but he can still be the number two when LeBron goes. I'm excited. Next guy in. I'm like, excited at the prospect of having... LeBron, like, three years from now when he's just, like, all, right, all I'm Fully doing is... Fully bold. All I'm doing is just operating in the post and I'm just going to average, like, 12 assists. Yeah. And have, like, 19 points a game. Let's be honest. Like... Dude, he's playing to this 45 because he has the better, best court vision in, in the NBA still, probably. Um, and he's he the can just player. get in the post and just do his little dump-offs. Man, he might change how basketball is played when he does decide to go into that role. He's the smartest player I've ever seen when it comes to um, like resting this playoffs, especially I've mm. seen it like on possessions that it doesn't matter. Or like you know, yep. if he's on a three on two fast break or something, he'll get to a spot where he can maybe close out on a shooter, but he mm. just won't expend extra energy. And because he does that, he's able to play all 48 minutes when he's on the court. Yeah, he's amazing. Well, let me let me do this because we haven't mentioned Denver enough in this podcast. Fair all right. Is. Here's who gives me a lot of faith that LeBron can play to 45 is Nikola Jokic because he is the least athletic person I've ever seen. And like, let's be honest, if you made him athletic, he's pretty much Le- what LeBron is. Like a great passer. Yeah. But he, but you know, he can't run the floor like LeBron. But yeah, if he had not that, a lot of athlete, people that are like, yeah, LeBron no, no, no that's I know, right. I know exactly. If what he you had mean, the, like, so when LeBron loses a bit of athleticism, he just turns into Jokic. I mean, like, but who can probably still score more? Like, he will probably. Is have, Jokic a better passer than LeBron? Uh, uh, probably honestly. Maybe, hey. Um, I, I've thought that for a while. I've just never wanted to say it because everyone's like, oh, you're dead, but, but I'm pretty, pretty like, um. Objectives, so yeah. in doubt when I talk about. Yeah, I've watched a lot of Denver ball um, this year. As, oh, it's so actually. And I think LeBron. Sorry, finish off, but I think LeBron actually. Okay, I'll back him. Either in. way, I think it's close. Oh, very close, and that's a bit scary to think about. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Wow, LeBron's going to be forty-five just doing that. That's going to be. I hope he does it. He'll just get bored, surely, won't he? Like, I hope so. Yeah. He just like <laughs> three years from now, he's won another chip with the Cavs. He's like. I'm just going to go to Sacramento and just just turn them into like a dinosaur. I wonder if imagine that. Uh, no. <laughs> just go somewhere random. Like I'm going to the Timberwolves. I wonder if he would consider um, one year in another sport. Mm. He could still be I a tight end. I think the window's passed. I think if he was going to do it, he needed to do it. Well, he if he needs, he if might he's going to do it, it as a ploy. Like if he's going to do it, he needs to do it now. Yeah, well, maybe. Um, Colin Coward. He's being very coy on what he's doing next year. Colin Coward is a big uh, advocate that LeBron's going to retire for a year, have a year off, maybe go do NFL or just He'll... rest and then come back and play for another 10 years. Imagine if he did that. That'd be insane. If, yeah, I think if he played NFL, he'd have to be prepared to never play basketball again. Because yeah. let's be honest, it's such a fucking brutal sport. It's like... Um, but yeah, I still think he could just do it. You're right, and like be maybe like a backup. He would he'll do what he'd be like what Michael was. So he yeah. probably wouldn't want to do that because that's a bit of a, like an athletic legacy herder. Yeah. Although making an airfield, oh, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Either way, I don't think it's going to happen. But it's something very interesting. Speaking of interesting, uh, we got to give a couple of birthday shout-outs before we go. The big uh, king of clay, Rafael Nadal, turns 32 today. 32 or 33? Let me get my facts right. I said 32. Yeah, but. You got a funny Sometimes, feeling. Yeah, I do. 
Let me just double check because I've been burnt on this before. Yep, he's definitely 32 today. Yeah. <laughs> and he's... Uh, Squ- Good job, famousbirthdays.com. Good job. You did your job well. Sometimes they haven't. Like, they oh, don't yeah, do no, it. I've just, been screwed in the past. Yeah, but yeah, he uh, is playing off for a spot in the final eight of the French Open. Surprise, surprise. He hasn't yeah. lost yet. Yeah. I did my big French Open preview and said that he'd win it. He's surely your pick as well, right? Uh, yep. You'd be stupid not to uh, for the world number one on his best. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. We're, we've said it all. Yeah, I do love Rafa. I was telling you yesterday that yeah. I, I've always been a big Rafa fan. I've, I've only... tried to not get caught up. I obviously love and appreciate Federer, but when he was like super popular, I was like, well, I don't really have any affiliation to a superstar tennis player. Yeah. So I picked Rafa because he was. That was when Djokovic was balling as well. Yeah. And I was like, Rafa's not getting enough respect. So I think he's I've... always been one of my favourites. He's my favourite. Yeah, I've never liked him because like I was on the Federer train a lot more, and he just seemed like a little bit of a whiny dick. Yeah. But I, like only in the last like three years, probably. Yep. Did I um, really start to to get into? Um, Rafa, like, since he's done this bit of a fall-off, then come back, mm-hmm. I think I've really appreciated that. So uh, It does make uh, his story seem a little bit yeah. better, that he's just kind of, like, he's well, now not just, uh, like, a French Open king, he's, like, the world number one again. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly, king. that's right. Not a lot else uh, famous birthday-wise on uh, famousbirthdays.com. We've well, got, hang on, we've missed Big, Big Al, Al Horford. Big Al Horford, and we've also missed... Dolan Duck or whatever his fucking name is. Who is that? Dolan, Dolan Dark. Some. I hope it actually is a dark. I mean a duck. I mean a goose. It's a photo of a duck. It's a goose, isn't it? YouTube montage creator who is known for his... Uh, whatever. Oh, okay. Whatever. It's not a duck. You know, fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Um, I don't think there's anything else really to say. Let's end on Dolan Duck. Piss off, darling. Good Get luck. it up, yeah. Peace. Good luck in uh, round 12 for your AFL fantasy boys and girls. Uh, go Cavs in game two. You no, no, What's your prediction? You reckon close game? Close game. Cavs get up. LeBron game winner maybe or something like that. It would be nice. I'll get used to that. Um, stay tuned to Sports by Fry for more stuff. Till next time. Peace. <laughs>